الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Today we recited the end of Surah At-Tawbah and also Surah Yunus and in the end of Surah At-Tawbah Allah Jalla wa'ala mentions the story of the three that were not given the decision immediately by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about their fate so Allah Jalla wa'ala says, وَعَلَى الثَّلَاثَةِ الَّذِينَ قُلِّفُوا About the three that were turned away. The three that the judgment was not given to them. And this is when the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam went for battle. And it was going to be a severe battle, so he commanded all of his companions to come. And a number of men from Medina did not go. And Ka'b ibn Malik radiallahu was one of the noble companions of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And his intention was to go to battle with the Prophet ﷺ. But every day he would say tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow. Until he said to himself that when I looked in Medina, I could only see the hypocrites that were known for their hypocrisy. I couldn't see any person that was known for his iman. And every day he was saying tomorrow until 50 days had gone past, and the Prophet ﷺ returned. And when the Prophet ﷺ returned from the battle, all of the munafiqeen, they went to the masjid, the hypocrites went to the masjid to give their excuses. Oh Messenger of Allah, we were unwell. Oh Messenger of Allah, this happened. So if anyone gave something to the Prophet ﷺ, he would deal with them in that which is apparent. So if they said we were sorry and we made a mistake or we were sorry because we were ill, we couldn't come, the Prophet ﷺ would accept it from them. But he would remind them that Allah ﷻ knows the truth. So Ka'ab radiallahu anhu, he went <coughs> and two other men from Medina and they went to the Prophet sallallahu and they said, Oh Messenger of Allah, we have no excuse. And Ka'ab, when the Prophet sallallahu looked at Ka'ab, he knew that what he did was a terrible thing. And when he returned, he could see the way the Prophet sallallahu he looked at him and he knew that something was gonna, going to come down from Allah jalla wa'ala about him. So he was considering going back to the Prophet ﷺ and lying. Saying, considering saying, oh Messenger of Allah, I was actually unwell. Or anything else. But he had no excuse. So the people were saying, just go back and lie like everyone else did. But he said, if I lie to the Prophet ﷺ, Allah is going to inform him anyway. So Ka'ab didn't lie to the Prophet ﷺ and he said, I have no excuse. I didn't go and I was supposed to go. So the Prophet ﷺ called upon the people of Medina to boycott now Ka'ab and his two companions that said they had no excuse for 50 days. For 50 days, no one is allowed to speak to them. No one replies their salam. No one buys from them. No one sells. No one does anything with them. Ka'ab said, I would come into the masjid and I would pray and I could see from the corner of my eye the Prophet ﷺ looking at me. When I finish the salah, his face is not there. He's not looking at me. If I would say salam to him, I would look at his lips to see if he would reply and I would not know if he's replied. Until I felt the severity of this. The non-Muslims from overseas, they heard about the boycott, so they sent their men to, dry, to try and draw Ka'ab into their religion. Come and become a Christian. Look, Muhammad doesn't like you. So they would try everything to try and deter them from Islam. And Ka'ab said no. Until he, he was the only one out of the three that kept praying salah in jama'ah in the masjid until that became too severe on him, he remained at home. <coughs> and there's a beautiful narration in the Sahih 
of Al-Bukhari and Muslim, where Ka'ab, he speaks about the entire story. So try and read the entire story because it's from a first-person account that he tells you exactly what he's feeling and exactly what he's going through. After 50 days, after the Fajr Salah, the Mu'addin shouts and he calls Ka'ab ibn Malik, you have been forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Ka'ab radiallahu anhu, he rushed to the masjid and when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was there, the Prophet said something which I want to focus on inshallah ta'ala. The Prophet said, Abshir bi khayri yawmin marra alayka mundu waladatka umuk. The Prophet said, Glad tidings be to you for the best day that has ever come upon you since your mother gave birth to you. Now this subhanAllah, when we think about these words that were said by the Prophet everything that has happened in his life, he fought battles with the Prophet He fought in jihad with the Prophet As he mentioned, this is the only battle I didn't go to. So he was with the Prophet He was a companion of Sahabi. He was a very noble companion of the Prophet And after everything that has happened in his life, all of the virtues, the Prophet when he was forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Prophet said, glad tidings be upon you for the best day that has ever come across you since your mother gave birth to you. This tells us that if Allah accepts our repentance, there is nothing better for us than it. The pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is all we need for eternal happiness. All we need for eternal happiness. And when Ka'ab radiallahu and made this sincere repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because this repentance was a repentance from regret, from remorse, promising that he's not going to go back to it, being truthful in his repentance with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's not lying, he's not trying to get out of anything. He's really truthful to Allah Jalla wa'ala. He's going to sacrifice. He's going to promise he's never going to go back to that again. And Allah Jalla wa'ala gave him the greatest thing he could ever have, which was an accepted repentance. And this reminds us all that we have this opportunity to make tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have this opportunity. What is even more amazing, subhanAllah, is when we recited Surah Tawbah today, and then Surah Yunus afterwards, at the end of Surah Yunus, Allah Jalla wa'ala gives us an example of someone's repentance that was not accepted. Someone who believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And someone who said that he believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah Jalla wa'ala did not accept his repentance. Allah Jalla wa'ala mentions <coughs> the story of Musa alayhi salam when he was going into the sea. When Allah Jalla wa'ala parted the sea. Allah Jalla wa'ala says, وَجَاوَزْنَا بِبَنِي إِسْرَائِلَ الْبَحْرِ فَأَتْبَعَهُمْ فِرْعَوْنُ وَجُنُودُهُ بَغْيَ وَعَدْوَى Allah Jalla wa'ala allowed Bani Israel to cross the sea and Fir'aun and his army came with transgression and enmity against him. حَتَّى إِذَا أَدْرَكَهُ الْغَرَقِ When Fir'aun now was about to drown, now who is Fir'aun? <coughs> we all know who Fir'aun is, right? The one who claimed, أَنَا رَبُّكُمُ الْأَعْلَى I am your Lord the Highest. Fir'aun is the one who's claiming he's Allah Jalla wa'ala. So Allah Jalla wa'ala now has parted the sea for Bani Israel. So Musa alayhi salam and his people are going through. Fir'aun and his army are chasing them. And now Fir'aun realizes that look, this is a miracle that's happening for Musa. The sea is going to come on top of us. We're about to drown. He knows now, and he always knew he wasn't the Lord. But he knows now that Allah Jalla wa'ala is going to punish him. He knows now that Allah Jalla wa'ala is going to hold him to account and he knows now that death is right between his eyes. In fact, he has seen death and he's just about to die. 
So what does he say? Fir'aun, out of all people, he says, Qala, amantu annahu la ilaha illa alladhi amanat bihi banu Israel wa ana min al-Muslimin. He said, I believe that none has the right to be worshipped except for the one that Bani Israel, they believe in. None has the right to be worshipped except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then he says, وَأَنَا مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ And I am from the Muslims. So did Fir'aun accept Islam? He accepted Islam. He knew that Allah jalla wa'ala was the true Lord. And he said, none has the right to be worshipped except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-an, now you are accepting it, Allah jalla wa'ala says. وَقَدْ عَصَيْتَ مِنْ قَبْلُ وَقَدْ عَصَيْتَ قَبْلُ وَكُنْتَ مِنَ الْمُسْلِدِينَ And you disobeyed all of this time and you were from the transgressions. So Allah Jalla wa'ala is saying this to him. Why was his tawbah not accepted? And this is what we need to ask ourselves. Why was his Islam in the last moment of his life not accepted? Because the Prophet Sallallahu said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَقْبَلُ تَوْبَةِ الْعَبْدِ مَا لَمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts the repentance of the slave as long as he doesn't have his soul coming out of him. As long as it is not the time of his death. So when the sign of death has come, you can see the malaika coming to you. Or you can see the signs of death, there is no more tawbah. Allah jalla wa'ala will not accept it. Fir'aun now, it's like he can see the akhirah. The it's the beginning of the akhirah. Now he can see the adab of the akhirah. He can see the angels coming to him. He can see the destruction of the akhirah about to hit him. He says, now I believe. It's too late. The slave, Allah Jalla wa'ala will accept his tawbah as long as he does it before this time. So we see the story of Ka'ab radiallahu an. It is possible for us to have the greatest glad tiding if we make a sincere tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we keep delaying and keep delaying, then maybe we will end up like Fir'aun, but we will only try to make tawbah to Allah Jalla wa'ala once we have seen the sign of death. And this is what we do not want. So this is an amazing reminder that we received today from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Qur'an. That the story of Ka'ab and then the story of Fir'aun. And we want to be like Ka'ab. We do not want to be like Fir'aun. Every single one of us, or one of us has sinned and we have sinned more than Ka'ab could have ever sinned. He was a Sahabi. Allah Jalla wa'ala is pleased with him. He's a Sahabi. He's going to go to Jannah. He was from the noble companions of the Prophet And we need to have these glad tidings that were given to him. So we need to repent to Allah Jalla wa'ala with sincerity, regretting what we have done and promising that we will never go back to the action again. Irrespective of what your sin is, Allah Jalla wa'ala will forgive it if you meet these conditions. <coughs> that you leave the sin, that's number one. You regret committing it. And number three, you promise never to go back to it. You make repentance like this to Allah Jalla wa'ala, you could have killed the whole of humanity. And you repent to Allah Jalla wa'ala in this manner, Allah Jalla wa'ala will forgive you. So this is a reminder for myself and all of us insha'Allah ta'ala not to delay tawbah. Not to delay asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. Not to delay raising our hands out up to Allah Jalla wa'ala and crying our hearts out to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah Jalla wa'ala to forgive us for all of our sins. We ask Allah Jalla wa'ala to make us sincere in our repentance. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who are forgiven in this life. We, we ask Allah Jalla wa'ala to make us from those who enter the highest Jannah without punishment and trial. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the honor of his pleasure subhanahu wa ta'ala and allow us to see his beautiful face from the highest Jannah. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabina wa alayhi wa sallam. Wa sallam alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.